0: Ready for the interview. And if you get a cue live on a laptop, watch what I'm going to do. Welcome to the show. Let them know we got a point of view. Hey, yo, let's have a combo. Say what you feel. Be real. That's the motto. Real talk. pronto. Dr. D. PhD. Hit the intro. Hold up. Wait. Gotta be social. Network. Global. Home for the local. Gotta be social. Network. Global. Home for the local. All right. This has been a long time coming. Like a long time coming here. Maya, so good to have you on. So good to have you on podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: You know what I'm struck by? Like back there in your background, it says you are beautiful. That's what it says.
1: Talking about you.
0: Yeah, I love that. (laughs) I love that. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Like, why is that important to you? Like having that up there?
1: Sure. So this is my most recent product until next week. Um, It's called You Are Beautiful, and it's a prompt journal to help people build confidence and self-worth in themselves. Um, so it's a 30-day prompt journal Um, all about reversing that way-too-often stigma that people have when they're super hard on themselves, when they're down on themselves, when they're giving everybody else around them grace and love, but then that internal monologue is just grinding you down into the ground and the whole idea around my business, which is called appreciate you is reversing that narrative. So instead of being as hard as we are on ourselves, which is so common, um, it's about asking the question, what happens when we love ourselves? What happens when we give ourselves praise? What happens when we give ourselves kindness, grace, and we're gentle with ourselves to make mistakes, to, to take risks? What kind of person are we? What kind of risks do we take? What kind of people do we attract into our lives? So you are beautiful. This prompt journal is all about those questions. And it's about turning that narrative in on yourself, thinking differently, making a habit over a 30 day period, and then seeing what transforms in your life. It's really important. I think it's, it's, it's work. That's going to change the world. Everybody that's doing work like this, yourself, myself, so many others included.
0: Why do you think people struggle to receive praise either from other people or do it to themselves, give themselves their own praise?
1: I think that it's a learned behavior when we're babies we are so happy right you know we're encouraged by our parents i think oh i always think about a parent teaching their child to walk you know they they get they fall down inevitably and they're like it's okay you did great and you know this, this constant praise and then we get older and we go to school and uh we're taught from a very young age to please people to get the right grades, to, to make the right decisions, to, um, behave in a certain way. And then we grow up older and our social groups are the same kind of way. And our magazines are the same way, our social media, uh, then we get into a job. And again, they tell us how to be. So if we don't fit into that very specific mold, inevitably, we're going to start taking it out on ourselves. And that's not helpful for anybody.
0: Why do you think society tries to paint that put people in that box or kind of pull you away from the hey yay you're walking to hey this is a difficult life life's tough you know and what
1: why that is such a a big question you're asking right i mean it could be from anything that we're just ignorant to it you know or it could be as far as ego you know it's like um I, any individual, any sort of individual is like, I want you to make me happy. If you're not behaving in this way, this way, or this way, then I'm not happy and you need to make me happy. So it could be as far as, as a whole ego projection onto the world. But now that we're becoming more savvy to it, now that we, I think as a society has, have risen our consciousness enough to be aware of that it's time for a change. We understand that bullying is now a huge problem. It's detrimental to people throughout their, throughout their entire lives. We're now finally talking about therapy and how amazing it is and groundbreaking it is. So I think that we're on the precipice of a huge change in the world. Um, but it, the reason why could be accounted to a lot of different things. I don't think there's one specific reason at all.
0: I, I agree with you that I think there's a, there's a shift in consciousness about things that were previously acceptable that are not acceptable now. And I know I asked why, but on another tangent, what is what may be somewhat of a turning point what that consciousness has started to raise in that do you have uh, ideas of why this has started to become more important, especially in the last let's say ten years or so you know
1: I mean, there are theories. I don't know if you know how much I buy into the theories, but there you know one of the theories is um, the stars in the alignment, you know, it's like we were in the age of Pisces and we're coming into the age of Aquarius and it's supposed to shift. So like the whole Mayan calendar ending okay. in 2012, was supposed to be the ending of something. Was it the ending of a consciousness? And then we're, this is the natural evolution of the world. Um, also, this might just be the natural evolution of the world. We may have been going through, you know, in the 90s, the the AIDS epidemic and everything that was going on there and being like, oh, whoa, 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 we don't we don't want to hate people that much. And then we kind of start turning that thought process back on ourselves. Um, there's again, what what a what a great question. And there's tons of theories to it, but it's great that you and I both see that. You know, I, th- I think there's a large population that still doesn't even see that, but Um, what really spurs people into this kind of lifestyle, at least, uh, this way of thinking of being kinder to yourself and, and more spiritually minded frequently it's traumas, you know, going Mm -hmm. through a depression yourself, usually kind of awakens people. And the fact that we can even talk about that, I think other people can relate to as well. And we're like, Oh, right. That sounds really, that sounds like something that I went through as well. And how did you get through it? Oh, maybe I could try that as well.
0: I mean, is there an argument for maybe there has been a universal trauma among humans in the past 10 years that has caused an acceleration?
1: Ooh, like what?
0: I don't know. I just have, I just have questions. Like I'm thinking and asking at the same time: Is it what's special mm-hmm. about this time or what's different about this time that maybe many people i mean if you're really awake to it you see it there's a there's a different mm-hmm. level of thought process uh that people are experiencing a level of different spirituality of questioning of ideas of forward progress if if there's a trauma base what's that trauma what's that is there a universal trauma is it
1: are you i'm oh, sorry no go, go for it
0: please please
1: um, have, are you familiar with uh, Eckhart Tolle's teachings? I am. At all? I am. Uh, you know how he talks about the pain body and there's mm-hmm. a global pain body of the traumas that we've experienced and yeah. um, how that does affect you. Oh, that that spoke to me so much. And so it's this, this worldwide trauma that we've gone through so through all of the horrific events. We carry that. That is energy that still resides on a cellular level in every single one of us. And for whatever reason, at this time, we're able to finally acknowledge it, experience it, hopefully feel those feelings fully, and then they will pass and we feel much more at peace. It's this internal angst within us. And we're finally acknowledging it for whatever reason.
0: I have an idea. This is a discussion. It's all a discussion. I have an idea. Maybe it's the universal trauma and the universal acceleration of progress of the internet. Potentially, this, because you have to think a lot of society in the past operated in silos just because you couldn't get there. We're talking about very far back, or there wasn't a communication method between countries and places. But the internet has been a game changer, and particularly in 1990, when Tim Berners Lee created the World Wide Web for other humans to actually see how other p- humans are living on a regular basis, it's both traumatic. To have this invention but also very eye opening and forward moving at the same time
1: and connecting yes i think that's a fantastic thought process yes i mean before yeah you're like you're super right we didn't have as much connection with other people with different races with different religions with different people of you know different thought beliefs at all and then all of a sudden we're put into this one big melting pot called the World Wide Web, and we're finally able to see a little bit more, more perspective. I love that.
0: Well, think about Thank like, goodness. Let's say like videos, right? Something sounds bad when someone tells you. Okay, so here's, here's a good example. The, the, the Tyree Nichols murder or death f- by the police, very recent, right? If you say, hey, these cops murdered this person, that doesn't sound good. But it's way worse when you watch the video. It's way worse. The, 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 the hor- horrible nature of it becomes way worse when you see something. Like when I see you, you see me, something changes than if we just email each other. And I think that's the, the, the invention of sharing video across the world, to me, feels like a very traumatic experience, both good and bad. And I think it raises the consciousness of people on certain things as well.
1: like that there's so many artists that have also experienced war and that's really spurred them to to create these different masterpieces that show the horrificness and it it kind of um, translated that feeling of trauma through it and now during a time when we could only experience that through somebody's paintings we're now experiencing that in our bedroom in our living room that's gonna affect anybody and I think the fact that this mentality has been around the thought of, you know, kindness and, and uh, self-love has been around forever they call it like new thought, but it's actually been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. But, and who knows if it's way more people than before that was getting behind it or people just had to be hush hush about it before. Um, But regardless, it's, it's definitely, like you said, a new wave.
0: Well, it's interesting too, is like wellness has trying to has tried to take on this as well in a sense of like self-care love yourself take care of yourself invest in yourself but that like many other fields has its people who try to capitalize off that and deceive people too it was so it's interesting it's like sometimes this can become self-indulgent it's like okay i'm gonna start to love myself but then there can be this point where it's like someone starts loving themselves and they become narcissistic about it type of thing. And it's, it can be yeah. weird. It can be weird. Mm-hmm. Like some people take it to another weird, weird level with it. And it's like, no, no, that's not what we meant.
1: <laughs> like, you're, you're a, a, a fitness person, right? You're, yeah. you're a personal trainer. Right. Mm-hmm. So you've seen that personally with people that have just been like, I don't know,
0: yeah, I think like,
1: like themselves, but in a, in a toxic way. Yeah.
0: Well, kind of like, it's like you start working on yourself, right? It's a great journey. I'm a huge proponent of working on yourself, loving yourself, caring for yourself. But sometimes that self care turns into self indulgence if you're not careful. Mm -hmm. And then, and that, that line is interesting. I, I, I can't say that I know where it happens, but sometimes that, that can, you can cross over into a point where you start believing like, well, yeah, I take care of myself. And then like, well, I'm like, literally the best person. Like I'm the mm-hmm. best. Look at all this stuff I've done to make myself feel well. You know, <laughs> like, I you feel
1: know. like that's, that's a pseudo, that's a mask though. Like that's yeah. a, that's your ego being like, no, I, I swear I'm great. You guys like everyone see how good yeah. I am. I swear I'm great. You know, yeah. it's, I'm it's drinking a, like,
0: this juice. I'm having this skin cream,
1: you know, yeah, <laughs> like, it's like I'm supposed to do this and I'm working out I and I think I'm looking better. So I'm really hot now. Right. Promise. <laughs> yeah. I need your validation. Am I? You know, it's, <laughs> I feel like that is a very different level that we're like, we're, we're trying to hit on though because the the self-love, that is, that is is connection to something bigger than what we are. I think that when we turn that love, and I mean love, not, you know, praise and not just, you know, your ego needing fulfillment and validation from others. But when we start with love, true, true love, you're connecting to something that is a universal force. And I think anybody that is actively connecting to that level, whether that's through meditation or through affirmations um, or through kindness, I think that whenever somebody starts acting through that level of love, especially for themselves, that is powerful. And that's not recognition. That is just something that goes deep within and it projects outwards and everybody around you can feel it anyway. And they will notice it and it will be a glow from within. It is beautiful. And I think that that has the ability to change the world.
0: No, I, I agree. I, I think that some people, it's how they enter it. So like what you're talking about, okay, how are they entering into that? Into some, there are people who are selling what you're selling, but it's not what you're doing. They're saying yes this is this love this but by the way you need to buy this you need to buy that you need to do this you need to do that that's the the line to me it's like okay this we don't need like beautiful things don't need recognition I truly believe that you don't you just you feel it but then the commercialized version of you are beautiful says have this skin cream do this (laughs) thing drink this juice You know, uh, take this, I think people are seduced by that, the thing versus the feeling, you know?
1: It's the external. It's like, give me something to make myself whole when really in actuality, that beauty, that wholeness can only, 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 only be found from within. Otherwise you're always chasing the next external thing and you're never feeling that within you. Uh, You are beautiful was actually uh, brought about because um, my good friend, she was a new mother, At the time, about a year ago, she still is a new mother, excuse me. And um, she was, she told me that she doesn't feel beautiful anymore. She's like, I I look at myself, I look old and I'm tired. And I was heartbroken by hearing this. I was like, what are you, no uh, any good friend of yours you know puts himself down you're like you stop that right now so <laughs> she was like i need a new skincare routine like tell me something to do i'm like no 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 that's nothing nothing of the sort it's like every anything that needs to change is just your paradigm you just need a perspective shift and i literally got off the phone with her and i was writing this book for 18 hours straight like i was a woman possessed and i wrote this book for her to help switch up her mentality and then I released it on Amazon. I sent her, her the first copy. And um, yeah, it's all about knowing who you are on the inside.
0: What is love?
1: These questions, man. Love could be a, a lot of things. I mean, in the English language, we overuse that word so much, don't we? <laughs> so much. Um, but what comes down to it, I think, is love is... I'm not a religious person. want to put that out here. Um, Not religious at all, but quite spiritual, quite, I think, aware of others' energies around me. And I think that love and God is synonymous. I think it is our driving force. I think that it is everything that's invisible and tangible. I think it's what makes up the world. And I think that's the reason why so many people can get behind the concept of love. People know it from when you're an infant because love is what makes us up and it's it's not I feel like the word cutting ourselves off is too strong of a word but when we we uh I don't know choke ourselves off from that love that already exists that's when We think we need that external validation, that juicing cleanse or that, you know, hairstyle or whatever, you know, that's when we are looking for external to, to bring to ourselves that we can love or that person. We think that, that, oh, if I only had that partner, then I would know love Then I would have love in my life. I need them to make me love myself. No, you are love, your DNA, your everything, your energy, you are made up of love. And you have just weaned yourself off from it, but it is available to you at any time, anywhere. And Appreciate You is all about rediscovering that within. So it's only going to point you, it's not gonna give you anything. It can only point you to what you already know inside of you. My hope is to always point people in the direction, which is right back to you.
0: what's interesting? I wonder what you think about what I'm gonna say here. This, this this is a this this podcast is very different than probably any you've been on there's different questions coming through this one here
1: you have there wonderful you. questions thank I you. love your questions thank so you far.
0: okay so you, you may have seen I interview a ton of people tons of people and when we get into the spiritual conversation we talk about love uh you are like the millionth person to say this let me I'm not a religious person I just want to make I've heard that why the delineation
1: why cut yourself off from being associated with a religion, you mean?
0: No, just like making the statement like I want like a disclaimer, I'm not religious when I'm talking about love here. I just want you in loving because I'm just curious. I'm just curious.
1: Sure. No, it's a great question. I mean, I have a lot of personal reasons for not necessarily wanting to be associated with the religion. Sure. Um, but also God has, especially when speaking the word God, it has comes with so much baggage (laughs) so much baggage i mean think of all the people that have been you know gone to war over the concept of god it is terrifying absolutely terrifying um the idea of religion often means um us versus them and that's something that i really don't want to be a part of at all um in my own experience with religion it ends up being a method to control people and to point people on a specific path like do this this x y and z and then you will receive god's love and you mm-hmm. can be accepted and um again it's just it's too much exclusivity for me yeah and
0: that's often that's a construct of people people do that definitely that's a people I completely thing. agree that's not a yeah. god thing that's a people thing like most exactly, things that are like that are people things ahead. And then they they pull, they pull it through a portal of God. That has nothing to do with that, I feel like. That is a people-created thing. People usually mistake a lot of tenets of things through their own lens, not the actual spiritual lens of it, which is kind of ironic. <laughs> it was like... It's weird. It's you know?
1: amazing that, you know, we're we're seeing record numbers of people leaving churches now. And I think because of that reason, because of going back to the very beginning of our conversation, you know, we there there's this change of energy sure. happening here.
0: Yeah. And I and I'm speaking about this as someone who's had incredibly positive experience with religion my entire life. But I also wonderful. question Dude, congrats. It. Yeah, no, no, listen, we're I'm part of probably a small that's group big. of people.
1: <laughs> you know but, I think that's beautiful. If yeah, it makes no, it you love more, if it makes you a better person, yeah. yes, it did what it's supposed to do. That's but, wonderful. And
0: this is the thing. A lot of what you're talking about with you are beautiful, appreciate you. These are the tenets of quote unquote religion. The problem is people have ruined that. People have created weird ideologies around that had nothing to do with the original concept of you know loving God and love others. It's pretty simple, but it's like a game of telephone. You told one person, and then the 25th person completely hacked it up. People have hacked mm-hmm. it up, and so people have a bad taste, and that's why things are changing. I, but I think people inherently want to have that feeling. They want to have love. They want to have connection. They want to have appreciation. People mess that up all the time and and i completely and crazy, agree. make weird narratives uh, like the weird narrative thing to fit things is so frustrating to me it's like that's why i think people also try to hijack beauty too they try to like make beauty seem like this weird thing it's so weird like
1: and oh my goodness doesn't everybody have beauty in them like you right. can find literally anybody and buy something just so beautiful or adorable about them you know it's like uh, I love people.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was like we, it's like easy to we like. You don't love them
1: when you look for what to love.
0: Right. But then it's like you start crafting beauty into some weird, superficial, very thin thing. And of course, mm-hmm. you're going to get people jaded by it. And it was, you, you've created a crazy definition of it <laughs> than what it actually it is, you know?
1: And it's completely made up. And it's you're right. People up. ruined that too. It was industry <laughs> yes. and and money being made. And yeah.
0: Yeah. So, a few people
1: rich, I guess. Right.
0: And that's, we run that's, and that I think, and this is a conversation is appreciating you, appreciating other people are beautiful and the monetary element of it. The people struggle with that push and pull between capitalism and like integrity and totally in making decisions that are more from the inside, Mm -hmm. that are more like, this is better for me versus, well, I may be sacrificing. A lot of my integrity just for this other thing you know
1: yeah it is a weird industry for sure and i you know just ventured into this industry a couple of years ago um but yeah I, it's it's very interesting i've known a handful of people now who have left it and you know went to monasteries or, or somewhere really? else completely remote they're like yeah it doesn't feel right to like to, to capitalize on my coaching or something like that. And I'm like, this is fascinating. Like it's, it's very interesting, man. I'm still figuring it out as I navigate, but it's, it's cool. What was that (laughs) conversation
0: like? That's really different. Well, I mean, like they just didn't like that they were profiting off of it.
1: Exactly. So it was the money aspect that they were having issues with, which I understand I do. Um, But yeah, it's, in our society, I, I feel like that's so difficult. Also, if you give something away for free, it's often undervalued in our society. People don't think there's value with it. So it's, it's very, there's a weird juxtaposition happening. And uh, do, you, do you have any answers for me? What do you think about? <laughs> I'm still wrapping my head around it. I'm still figuring it out.
0: I think it's like, we think that certain things have value. And so we assign this value that, oh, this is like worth a lot of money. And people mm-hmm. think this is good, but then like, it's almost like appreciating yourself, investing in yourself. It's like, well, you know, that should be free. Why does that cost something? Like, and you it know, can. everything like, that you want is
1: free online somewhere. Right. So <laughs> how and do you, why is you one have?
0: thing more like, valuable than the other? So it's like, okay, this costs something because people have, people have agreed that this is worthy of being a lot of money or this and that. But mm-hmm. like, why isn't this like, I think it's fine. Like, and honestly, people yeah. don't go to free dances, man. You know, they don't, nobody wants that stuff. Like I that's think, true. and I think here's the thing. I think if you want a bargain, you're going to get a bargain and it's exactly. going to be a bargain. It ain't going to be that great. And you want something good. It's going to cost you. It is. It's going to cost <laughs> you more.
1: And that's okay. I, in our world of the internet though, with so much globalization, I think you can really find anything you want. Like, No matter what. You can find the the up and comer coach. And for the record, I'm not a coach. So I'm not trying to, (laughs) you know, book anything here, but um, you can find that person who's just really passionate, they know their stuff, and they're new, so they're gonna be like razor thin margins and super inexpensive, a a bargain. Or you can find those people that are charging 10, 20 grand Mm -hmm. for their coaching practice, but they're attracting those clients that wouldn't probably trust a razor thin margin. So you know, every, even the consumer has control here.
0: Yeah. It's funny, like bettering yourself. We struggle with the cost of bettering yourself. You really struggle with that on some level. Yeah. It's weird. You like even, see even that in
1: your business,
0: for sure. Like for me, I yeah. offer a very high dollar service. You know, I've been in the business for 23 years and I feel like, you know, I have my doctorate. I've done a lot of work on myself a lot of education. I feel it's worth it for that. And many people Uh feel the same way about it. But then sometimes, you know, I see people giving away like these training programs are literally up for no money. And it's like, you know, and, or it's like a a volume service. (laughs) Let's, let's get a hundred clients. Let's just write up these programs and stuff. I want people to do what they feel like they want to do. But um, sometimes I think, well, what's, is there a value in that or no, I don't know. But is it Decreasing the value of the trainer or increasing it, I don't have lots of thoughts, but I think similar with you, there's certain things that people are. They may say, "Okay, well, why can't I just look it up on YouTube how to like better myself?" Like I mean, totally, yeah, do it, but it's not very personal <laughs> though. You know, it's like you
1: know? yeah, well, it's it's also I think it has so much to do with the individual's relationship to money too. Mm. You know the the idea around money Mm. varies so greatly between person to person from consumer to consumer. So some people are, you know, more price conscious or don't want to spend the money on this sort of thing. And that's cool because there are plenty of things. But if you want a tangible product that's going to walk you through, if you always wanted to journal, but you don't really know where to start, it overwhelms you. You know that it's good for you, but you don't know what to do. This is a perfect version that will walk you through it. But if you don't want that, then there's plenty of free YouTube bloggers that will give it to (laughs) you for free. Good for you. What works for you? Everything exists in the world. Literally, everything exists.
0: Everything exists. choose what's
1: best for you. That's all. and,
0: and, And in a weird way, going back to this kind of like this universal trauma, the internet has in many ways created all of our businesses in this space in some way or like accelerated accelerated these businesses. All of a sudden it's like, okay, like when I was growing up in the eighties, you are beautiful. No. It'd be like, why this wacky? Like, what are you doing? Totally. Right? Like
1: Yeah. I grew up in the nineties, but same thing. Okay,
0: same thing, right?
1: Right. And like nobody meditated, not a soul.
0: Why you're doing it. You were
1: like that person (laughs) like you you
0: know you'd be called a tree hugger or you're just like out there why don't you go out to the woods and you know talk to the trees or whatever like i find that very awesome to do but like if you're in a time like that time you're you're going against a huge monsoon of negativity towards that
1: have you watched an 80s or 90s movie recently
0: all the time I love the '80s. I love the '80s.
1: They're so movies. mean. Everyone no, is so no, mean to everyone. No. It's hilarious. They're <laughs> like, "This was our world, man. This was our world." <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> All right. I'm so glad we live now. Right. It's the time you're in. It's
0: it's it's the time Don't you're like, in. It was right? normal.
1: I was there. I I did loser. I was I was of a course. part of it. I know. Bad. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but there's a different vibration now. And I think there's still people who subscribe to an older mentality like that. They just, they're having trouble moving on from the vulnerable nature of humans. Like humans are, I think, striving to be more vulnerable, which was seen as a weakness, but now as a, in society, it feels more and more like a strength, you know?
1: I completely agree. I have always found that your ability to feel is a superpower. It is literally, it makes up our life experience. If you have a painting that doesn't bring out any emotion whatsoever, it's, it's just some paint on canvas. If it brings out emotion in you, if it makes you think and feel in a different way, it's a masterpiece. Our ability to feel, our ability to rationalize, our ability to experience makes us human. It makes us a masterpiece.
0: How has uh, this work affected you? Like, and and do you struggle with it sometimes? In the sense of, you know, like, hey, yeah, you're beautiful, but do you have doubts yourself sometimes?
1: Oh, of course, I'm human after all. Absolutely. Um, I got into this. I I got I started my journey into self improvement um, back when I was going through a really deep depression. So this was ten years ago now. Um, but I was having just the worst thoughts. I wanted everything to end. You know, I I don't think a lot of people get to what, where I'm at without going through a very deep depression with suicidal thoughts. Like it's very rare that I meet somebody that's um, in this business (laughs) that hasn't experienced that before. Um, So it's awakening. And then on a day-to-day basis, I mean, yes, I definitely have my you know, intense morning ritual of you know, journaling, affirmations, visualizations. You know, move here and there. Not everything every day. Meditation, though, for sure every day. Um, but yeah, some days you just have bad days. Some days you're just down. Some days you just want to cry into your partner's arms. And again, that's that feeling. Feeling everything is what makes your life complete. It was, It's what makes your life whole. I like to ask if you were given the opportunity to be a bird for five minutes. Would you take it? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Five minutes, and you got to fly. You got to figure out what it's like to her. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's a blip. It's nothing, right. and you get this amazing experience. I believe that when we came to be our physical selves, we got that same offer. Look, you can come to Earth. You can be a a human for a a blip of a time, and you'll experience it all. You'll have friendships and relationships. You'll lose friendships. You'll lose relationships. You'll have different jobs. You'll do different things. You'll have your heart broken. You will feel blissfully soaring. Would you take the opportunity? Of course you would. You're here right now. So would I. So we came here not just to feel great, not to just feel love and bliss, but to feel that heartbreak, to feel that Vulnerability, which is something so common, especially you know, releasing your own products, it's oof, makes me very <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> but... Sure, other
0: people are seeing it, they're reading it, they're listening to it. They they're have comments on they're it. They're reviewing. It. <laughs> they have their own thoughts about it that may not be lined <laughs> up with yours.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's you know, but it would be harder not to do it because I, it's my calling. So it's, um yeah. I definitely struggle with it. How about you with being a bodybuilder or like, not, are you a bodybuilder?
0: I'm not a bodybuilder. No. <laughs> <Sorry>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> being a personal trainer, do you have, do you ever look at your body and like, oh, meh. or no. are you always like, yeah.
0: No, <laughs> no, I, I never had that relationship with my body, but I also understand that many people do have that. Mm. It's kind of a thing for me is kind of like, all these things are possibilities. There's, it's. I look at it this way. It's kind of like someone said this once. I forgot what show I was looking at. Is like you could go out in the ocean and have this great experience in the ocean and think, "I love the ocean." Nothing bad happens in the ocean. That's not true. Like some people have bad experiences in the ocean, no matter how great yours was. You know. So while I have never had that thought about my body, those thoughts, I know other people have. For that, mm-hmm. and so I, I'm I'm very cognizant of that. I think my main struggle is sometimes. Actually, it's funny we're talking about this actually because I was just texting my wife about this last night, and she'd never heard me say this before. Um, but I say, you know, sometimes I feel like, like, my experience as a trainer has been so overwhelmingly positive. It feels strange to me, like mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable on some level. I know that sounds kind of weird. But like, I've had these amazing clients that I've had for, over a dec- for a decade plus, all these wonderful relationships. I mean, I'm having probably a better training career than uh, is, this, is the industry average. I mean, I've been in it 23 years. The average trainer's lifespan is less than six months. I mean, it's, uh, it's incredible. But it's like, man, I can't believe this is happening to me kind of thing. Sometimes I struggle with that, you know?
1: What brought you into this career?
0: Uh, I just like talking to people. I never looked at fitness. Yeah, I never looked at fitness. I am not a fitness person per se. Like I look like a fitness person. Like you saw me like, wow, that's a very fit person. You know, it looks very athletic, the movement and stuff. But I never considered myself a fitness person. I use fitness (laughs) as a platform to create relationships with other people. That's it. Like it's that's
1: fascinating. Yeah, that's very I, unique. Yeah. Well. I don't
0: I don't see my, like if I watch a video and somebody's like, that's why the internet confuses me. It's somewhat of a traumatic thing for me. Cause when I see people like I'm a gym bro, I'm a gym girl. And they like define themselves by all this stuff they do in the gym. I don't, I don't right get now. that. Like, I don't get that. I'm like, I don't even want to be there. Like I want to, I want to <laughs> go there for like a hard, I want to work really hard and I want to get out there. I just don't want to be there. Like, I just I want to do other things. I'd rather play my guitar, talk to people like yourself, you know, uh, do different things out here, make music like I just my life cannot be about fitness. It just can't be <laughs> so like that's so it's strange that that's my profession and that because I don't <laughs> feel like that's what I'm doing. I feel like it's just a it's just a platform to, like, make relationships with other people. <laughs> kind
1: of. Thing. I love that. So I, I love that you get to do that then. I mean, yeah. we all deserve to to live something no matter how unconventional it is or yeah. you know the reasons why we got into it being you know out of the norm. I think that's really, really great that yeah. you found your niche.
0: Yeah. but well, you know it's also great like you asked like you come on and you ask you ask the host questions, which is not normal, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't like oh, I don't like having one sided conversation. So I, I want to hear about you.
0: Me neither. I actually oh, I love that you ask questions because that's a conversation. You know, somebody asks a question.
1: You do ask really good questions, So it's hard.
0: (laughs) I tend to put people like on. (laughs) Okay, I don't want to like this. I tend to really make people think about stuff.
1: I like that. I like that a lot. I
0: put you on your heels a little bit, not in a bad way, in a very thoughtful way. Like I'm pushing back versus like I was just thinking about this. I don't like going like going on shows and like trying to get like let me tell you why I'm pushing back on this. Like, don't you know that other, I'm, I'm, there's enough people doing that. That's not my line. Yeah. I'm more like, did you think about this? Or what was the idea about this? You know, like not confrontation, but a co-curiosity in the thought process. I
1: have, you know what I've been wondering for like the last four questions? Are you um, a law of attraction person? No. familiar with the concepts i famili- mean i am I think.
0: familiar with it but i i wouldn't consider okay. myself that person no
1: oh okay uh i get like a strong law of attraction kind of uh the way that you ask questions specifically and also how you talked about your career and like how it's blossomed yeah. and it really came from wanting to have conversation with people you know yeah it's very interesting how it's that's come to fruition for you it's different yeah, it's just I different like it. you know very it's just
0: it's, 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 hard. it's I mean, it's not hard, but it's, it's more of just like, it's curious. It's I'm, I'm curious about my own existence, doing what I'm doing. Love it. And that, that in itself is, is strange oh. to me, you know? Um, but also I think like, like when I was struck by the, you are beautiful, like that thing is staring at me. It's like literally staring at me.
1: Usually it's on a pedestal. I didn't have time to put it on. <laughs>
0: <again>. <laughs> but it's like, it's grabbing a cake me, stand. right? It's like this <laughs> message that's constant. I keep looking <laughs> at it and it's penetrating and i think it's doing what you, you want it to do no it's are, are you great. sweating about <laughs> no no it's just like it's like a tractor beam and i think it's doing what maybe you want it to do which is get people to really feel it to feel
1: them. it's clean yeah it's i think clean. that yeah i um uh, yeah i i like design i like aesthetics and i like things that are very simple and to the point um why make it fussier than it needs to be it doesn't need to be fussy yeah. it is Actual, there's a period at the end of that title, so it's like you are beautiful. Period. It is. It's not up for debate.
0: There's no caveat. And this book is it. going to
1: show you how you are yeah. beautiful because it already exists within you. You don't need this book to know it, but if you're having trouble remembering, this book will point you in the right direction.
0: How do How do you think you're beautiful?
1: How do I think that I am beautiful? Mm-hmm. Oh, how much time we got? No, just <laughs> i i personally i love that i'm i love my kindness um it seems startling to people when they first meet me they don't really understand if i'm real or not or like or just mm. bsing them um, but once people know me for years it's a consistent thing i'm inclusive um I, like i said i like aesthetics, so i like making my space around me beautiful and i like helping people with that as well um So, yeah, I think that my goal is to add beauty to the world. And I think that when anybody is authentic, they do that. That is natural. So I think by being authentic, it makes me beautiful as well as anyone else that's authentic. It makes them beautiful too.
0: Why do you think people feel that it may not be real when they meet you?
1: I think that when somebody that talks about this sort of thing (laughs) i i got the sense that you also felt it you're like is this person just like pushing another product be like hey buy this and it will make you beautiful um i don't know if i i give off that vibration or not um but from several friends of mine they've always like i was like a little wasn't sure about you when we first met i'm like oh well i'm here so (laughs) i'm not even sure if i thought
0: that i can like i'm thinking about i'm like no Not really, I, I've definitely had that thought about a few people who have come on here for sure. I would not say okay. you're one of them, but i okay. I wonder why several people have thought that. Like, have you evaluated that?
1: Um, yeah, I wonder if it's you know something my like vibration. Hmm. but yeah. at the end of the day, what we ever come across is our own perception. So everything that we see, everything that we do, it's filtered through our brains, through yeah. a filter of judgment and expectation. That's that's a people thing. That's not a mean thing. That's not a judgmental yeah. thing. It's just a person thing. Yeah. Um, so whatever it is, whether, you know, whatever we say, it really doesn't matter. Whatever way we come across, it doesn't actually matter because all it is. the other person's judgments coming through and whether they're willing to overcome them or not is all that matters and it matters what our intention was when we interacted with a person if it was to be extend kindness or allow them a platform to speak thank you so much um you know as long as the intention is pure then Everything else is out of your hands. You can't control how people see you or, you know, how they interact with you, but you can't control how you are, you know, and and where your heart is at any given time.
0: I think one of the things like, let's go into the um, like dating world, because I've I've talked to several people about like dating apps and stuff. And I think people are so used to people presenting like a projection of themselves to um, of attraction. And so they don't often know if, like, that projection is actually the person they're going to be getting down the line. Uh, Are they playing a character? I think people are so used to people presenting a character, they're not sure if that's actually the person. Like, some people thoughtfully create characters, good or bad. (laughs) they like, I think they probably would like this about me. And then they try to become mm-hmm. that. And I think people struggle with that sometimes, especially in dating. Uh, I think people struggle with that because they're just not sure. And then there's people like, I totally get the vibration thing. I've known so many people who are like, when I meet them, I'm like, there is something going on here. Like, they didn't even say, they didn't even say anything. Like, they, <laughs> there's just something there, you know. It makes me want to be around them without them saying anything. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who are like mm-hmm. I meet, and I know it immediately. I don't want to spend any more time with them.
1: You ever get run that? away? You ever yes. get that? People. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, one hundred percent. But I do think that, I mean, when when we're talking about that vibration, we some people you just click with, and other people make you want to run in the opposite direction. I think it really has to do with where we are vibrationally. And, you know, it's like misery loves company. If you're a miserable person, you usually like other people that are miserable. People that are on your same, similar vibrational level, like um, speaking of vibrations, like the, you know, high fast vibrations, it's the law of attraction terms here. um, High fast vibrations feel like happiness, love, joy, excitement, that sort of thing. Low Slow vibrations usually feel like fear, insecurities, uh, powerlessness, despair, that sort of thing. So when you're feeling on a certain level, on those different vibrational frequencies, you attract other people that are similar. And those people you click with. Now, whether you feel hopeless and you attract other people that feel hopeless because you're just like, yeah, that person gets it. Or you're feeling joy and happiness and you need other people that are on your same level, joy and happiness, and you're like, yeah, we just clicked. You know, it just it doesn't matter so much about the other person. It matters where we're vibrating and there's people that are also on a similar vibration.
0: Do you think people are consciously aware, like they think about their vibration or their, or who they, their, how that they make other people feel? Like when they meet other people, like, do you ever think, hey, I'm Maya, here's how I, you know, I probably make people feel this way. Do you ever think about, you think people think about it that way ever?
1: Um, I think that people think about a lot of times, like you were saying in the dating world, you know, they they put on that mask to be like, yeah. I need to be liked by you because if, I, you're, if I'm liked by you, then yeah. it means that we're going to date and I won the dating game, you know? <laughs> so I think that more often than not, as people, we we do hope that people like us, we want that validation because going back to the very beginning of our conversation again, you know, having that validation, you know, we were taught that when we were really young. Almost before we could talk. Yeah. So um, I think that's natural, but I think it's also wise of us to remember that as long as I'm fulfilling my own purpose, as long as I'm being authentic to myself, loving myself, being kind to myself, then those people are going to naturally be attracted to me, the ones that I want to be attracted to me.
0: Where do you but see this? I don't uh... think that
1: that's commonplace.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's commonplace either. Um, where, where do you see this work going for you? I mean, no one knows completely, you know. They're just, but where would you like it to go for you,
1: Doctor Darian? Oh my goodness, I have been on a journey. <laughs> oh, I am. I have no idea anymore. I am not. Two years ago, if you asked me this, I'd be like, oh, I know exactly where it's going to go. And it's going to go here and then there and then there. And yes, oh, no, it has not turned out anywhere near what I thought it was going to be. Of course, per usual, right? So, um, no, I don't know where this is going to go. Two years ago, I was pitching an app idea across the state of Florida to all sorts of investors to try to get this app going. And I had these dreams of grandeur and corporation. and. it did not pan out for me. I met some really great people. I had lots of good conversations, Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, no one was giving me $100,000 to start this lovely little business. So I'm like, all right, well, drawing board, I'm just gonna kind of get still and figure this out. And then a book came to me and the book, I was terrified releasing this book. Just that kind of vulnerability is so, that, that fear of what people think about you, that criticism is so gnawing, it's not fun. But um, working through the fear, I released this lovely little book. You are beautiful. um, And it gained traction almost immediately. I was amazed by it. So um, people started publishing or um, writing about it in different publishing um, circuits, newspapers, uh, magazines, Um, so it's like, oh, okay. This, this print media seems to be working for me. And when we were talking about value and money, people spending money, I wanted to create a free app, you know, I want it to be like a Duolingo kind of thing. So like a premium level, but basically it'll take the ads out, but everybody should have access to this information, everyone. So when the book format came out, which is tangible, you know, you, you hold it and it costs money to make. And people wanted it, people paid money for it. Um, I was like, oh, okay, well, this is a much less expensive avenue and I don't need an investor for this. So I've been taking off with the book. And uh, in two weeks, I'm releasing my second book called You Are a Masterpiece. I keep referencing art because it ties in uh, self-appreciation along with the backdrop of masterpieces like The Starry Night by Vincent van Gogh and The Mona Lisa, Um, so different works of art. Wonderful. So where it's going, that's where I know. In two (laughs) weeks, I know where it's going and that's about it.
0: Right. Well, I I know that this has been pretty good. It's been pretty good. I really enjoyed uh, the back and forth and the discussion. Um, It's been really nice meeting you, Maya. Seriously.
1: It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on, Dr. Darian.
0: Of course. And uh, I know you talked about what, you know, the book and stuff. Please let everyone know how they can get it. Uh, how they can connect with you and the whole deal.
1: Thank you so much. Uh, Yeah, Follow me on any of your favorite social media sites. It's at appreciate the letter U official at appreciate the letter U official Um, on any Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever's your favorite. Um, And then I will be giving you all of the details when I have it released.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much, Maya. I really appreciate you.
1: Such a pleasure. Have a great day.
0: (laughs) And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive.
1: Marcus, what happened? (sighs) I was changing my oil and I spilled some on the floor. Oh, well, use these $50 bills to wipe it up. Perfect. Got any more? Yeah, yeah, take a couple hundred. Stop. Instead of using money, use
0: an old rag. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money.
1: Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance
0: Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary.